You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Like we always do about this time. I was gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Welcome, welcome everybody, welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. This is episode number 13 of volume 5, season 5 of uh, this podcast, man. We got things rocking, got things rolling. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. Gonna be an abbreviate, well not really an abbreviated podcast, we just want to get rid of some news and notes and some things that are going on in relation to the Hawks, but um First things first, man, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping. So a lot of the things that we do are on our social media platforms, and we invite you, we invite you to connect with us, connect with us on Twitter, connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all of that jazz. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, via Podomatic, Google Podcasts, Anchor. I mean, we're on all the platforms where you listen to podcasts, so if you have one of those jobs where... You can uh, plug in your earbuds, go ahead and plug us in, subscribe to us, and uh, make sure you check us out. Also, we would love for you, we would love to, love for you to connect with us and uh, give us a five-star rating on our iTunes, uh, our iTunes uh, network. So uh, if you listen to the show on, on iTunes, make sure you go and rate us five stars, give us a favorable rating, and we would greatly appreciate it. So, um... If you missed the last podcast, we want to invite you to go and check that one out. The last one was pretty good podcast. If I do say so myself, <laughs> we we covered a lot of ground, man. We went 45 minutes, and we covered a lot of ground. We talked free agency. We talked the draft, and uh, a lot of meat is in that podcast. So this is kind of just a, a filler podcast to um, cover up some loose ends. Five games left in the season for the Atlanta Hawks. But um, we do have some things that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about the state of the Hawks, as usual, some news and notes. And we're going to answer some of your mailbag questions that you sent in. So if you still have some questions, go ahead and get them in. Tweet us at HawksBeat uh, on Twitter or Instagram. Send those in. 
And I will answer those on social media or uh, another platform or maybe even the next um, podcast. So let's go ahead and get into this first segment, something that we call State of the Hawks. All right, so this first segment is something that we call State of the Hawks. It is a segment in which we, Dromo, please, look at the State of the Hawks. <laughs> Hawks have five games remaining. Guys, it has been a very interesting season, but a season nonetheless. Uh, I wouldn't characterize the season as a, uh, a bad season, uh, even though they are 28-49. Um, last season was bad. Last season was bad, and I'm talking to someone who's in the locker room, somebody who covered that team. Um, yeah, last season was bad. But this season, not too bad. 28-49, but there is a lot of reason for optimism. So uh, let's go ahead and look at the standings. Currently, they're 28-49, which they are still holding on to the fifth worst record in the league. That is important for draft purposes. Now. Um, you look at the draft purposes, and you look at that from two different standpoints. From a standpoint of, okay, first, they have their draft pick to worry about, and not necessarily even to worry about. Um, they're going to get a top 10 pick. Um, there's a chance that they could even get a top 5 pick with their pick, on, uh, with their pick on their own merit. So the Hawks are going to have a, a good first-round pick. Um uh, the icing on the cake is if that Dallas pick transfers. Now, the Dallas pick is top five protected, and right now they're the seventh worst team in the league. So, as of today, uh, Dallas Mavericks are 31-46. and 46. They are tied with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, they're currently, uh, that sixth spot is very clustered. So, um, you're looking at Memphis, 31-46, Dallas, 31-46. You have New Orleans and Washington at 32-46. and 46. So these last five games are going to be pivotal. You want Dallas to win as many games as possible because you don't want them to get in that top five. And right now they have a 34.4% chance of being in that top four. If they fall in that top four, you lose the pick. Another way to look at it is, is if uh, you can look at the opposite. You can look at, hey, man, they have a, let's see, 35%, 5 40 They have a 65% chance of the Hawks keeping the pick. So that's another way to look at it. So you're going to be just doing some scoreboard watching uh, towards the end of the season, well, these last five games to see what uh, what is going to happen. But as of now, man, they're in good shape. They're in good shape with their pick. And, um, hey, man, Dallas has won their last two games. So, I don't know I don't know what's going on. But, hey, man, <laughs> whatever works, they're in really good, they're in really good position. Um, the tank simulator. I told you guys about this last week. And, and I think until the draft, until the draft happens, I think that we're going to uh, – we're going we're gonna to play with the Tank Simulator a little bit. So, courtesy of Tankathon.com. And let's do the simulator for the sake of just having a little fun with it. And let's see uh, where the shakeup is uh, today. Now, of course, if you haven't been to Tankathon.com, this is totally a, um, 
something that you play with. They, they do, they have a, a draft lottery simulator. And we're going to see in our trusty simulator where the Hawks and where the Mavericks uh, end up as of now. So let's go ahead and hit it. And today's simulator, simulator results are... All right, so we got good news and bad news. The good news is the Hawks land with that third pick. Third pick. And the Dallas Mavericks uh, end up in the top five. So you would lose the Dallas pick if this were to happen. Of course, all right? So if this were to happen, Atlanta would um, grab that third pick and they would lose the Dallas pick. So, you know, it is what it is. It wouldn't be that bad, all right? Um, now, um... We're going to do some draft shows a little bit later on, but let's just say for argument's sake, if this were to happen, who should Atlanta pick with that third pick? Um, it's still very early. It's still very early to tell. Um, obviously, the top three guys in the draft, Zion, John Morant, and Cam Reddish. Uh, I mean, R.J. Barrett. Uh, those, are, those are the top three. Um, do you go ahead and take R.J. Barrett at that three spot? As of now, I would take him. As of now, I would take R.J. Barrett at that third spot. And, of course, so many things can change between now and the actual draft day. I remember last year, previewing the draft, I, I must have changed my pick about three times. You know, My final pick was, was, was Jaron Jackson. I really want the Jaron Jackson kid. For what he brought defensively, I think ultimately the Hawks made the right decision in making the trade for Trey Young. I wasn't a fan of it initially. Um, once I saw that they got some additional draft assets, I thought it was cool. But I wanted Jaron Jackson, and, and, and I'll be the first to tell you, uh, I was big on Jaron Jackson and what he could bring defensively. But I think that the Trey Young trade move, uh, worked out for everybody. Um, I think it worked out for everybody. So, like I said, um, the Hawks have five remaining games left. So, let's take a look at the schedule tonight. It's today, April 2nd. Tonight, they're in San Antonio. San Antonio team that uh, clinched the playoff uh, berth over the weekend for, like, I think it's like the 22nd year or something like that. Something crazy. But, um, yeah, they clinched the playoff. So, uh, not sure how much they have to play for. You have Philadelphia coming in town on Wednesday on a back-to-back. -back. We'll be broadcasting live from that game. Um, we'll be reporting live from that game. Uh, Philadelphia is going to be in town. Don't know what they have to play for. So you have a sticky situation right now where you, you don't really... Not saying you're going to be out there trying to lose games because that never happens. Coaches and players never try to lose games. Um... It's going to be interesting to see because these teams, these playoff teams, don't really have anything to play for. Atlanta's still trying to win ball games, man. Uh, case in point, Milwaukee. Milwaukee came in town Sunday, Sunday afternoon, played, rested all three of their big guys, and Atlanta, even though it took overtime to do it, they they played hard and they trying to win these ball games, man. Um, so yeah, man, they're not trying to lose any ball games. Uh, that Friday, you travel to Orlando. Orlando, I think, is still in a battle to try to get playoff positioning, trying to get that A seed. Um, after Orlando, you have two games left. 
You go to Milwaukee one more time. And uh, is that it? Wait a minute. I thought they had one more game to finish out. Let me see. Okay, yeah, there it is. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that. They finished their season on April 10th against the Indiana Pacers. So, yeah, guys, it's going to be really interesting as we come to this home stretch. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter at HawksBeat. We're going to be tweeting uh, tonight's game as they play the Spurs at 8.30. So, uh, yeah. So, um, I think that is about it for the state of the Hawks, man. Alright guys, uh, let's go over just some news and notes uh, about the Hawks real quick before we dive into some mailbag questions. Uh, from a transaction standpoint, the Hawks signed Isaac Humphreys to the remaining of the, the remainder of the season. I'm uh, just kind of filling out the, uh, this is just the Hawks just filling out the roster until uh, the season's over. Um, I wouldn't make too much out of it. Um, uh, Isaac Humphreys is the, the center from Kentucky, and I think that they did this to just, I think that they're, they're going to shut down John Collins pretty soon, and I'm going to tell you that in just a moment. I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. Dante Davis got signed to his second 10-day contract on March 29th, which means that he's probably going to finish the season as a Hawk. So uh, shout out to those guys, man. Hopefully that can make some type of impression. Um. Hey, man, sometimes it's all you get. It's all you get, five-day, ten-day, whatever the case may be, and you got to make the best of it. So hopefully those guys can make the best of it. Um, going over injury news, uh, Ty, uh, I was about to say Tyrone. <laughs> Toy and Prince is not expected to play Tuesday against San Antonio. He didn't play the other night against Milwaukee. Uh, they say his foot. I don't know. What exactly the extent is wrong with his foot? So Torian playing. I mean, I saw him walking, and he seemed to be getting along fine. But hey, man, what do I know? <laughs> Again, players and coaches don't tank. Organizations tank. So I don't know if this was a call from Travis or what the case may be. But they say his foot's hurting. So that's what I, that's what I got to report. His foot is hurting. Uh, also on the injury list, list John Collins. Uh, John Collins looked good on, on the other night, but they said he's considered doubtful for Tuesday. Listen up, guys, for load management purposes. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what that means, load management purposes, but, uh, yeah, he's not. I doubt he's going to play tonight. Which is going to leave them shorthanded because Dwayne Dedman is out. He's going to miss the remainder of the season uh, due to ongoing soreness in his left ankle. So he's got an ankle that he's uh, trying to work through. And uh, we also know that Alex Porthris, he's out. Uh, I believe he's out for the season anyway with his ankle. Miles Plumley, I don't know the last time we've seen Miles Plumley. He's on the injury list as well. <laughs> um. I don't even know. They said he's going to go through arthroscopic surgery, so I don't even know what his injury was. Spellman, he has an ankle. He's going to be reevaluated in four. Well, they said on March 3rd that he was going to be reevaluated in four weeks, but the last game 
uh, Coach Pierce say he doesn't expect to see Spellman back. So it's no sense of bringing him back and watching his minutes or anything like that. Hey, bro, I just set out these last five games. Yeah, they'll be okay. And by they'll be okay, like, it means that <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they don't win these games, uh, everything will be uh, all right. <laughs> all right, so with that said, let's get into a few of these mailbag questions. So I, I, I tweeted out and I put a message on my Instagram, and let me go and just check these real quick to make sure that I don't have any new questions or anything that's new out there. Um, so I asked my followers and everything, you know, what are some questions that you have for the Hawks? Uh, and some of you guys hit me up, and we're going to answer a few of those questions. Let me just check. No, no, okay, no new questions. All right, so the first question is sent in by our guy, um, Mike Gaines. M, let me see, what's his Twitter? M Gaines. I, I, so that's his Twitter name, uh, M Gaines, and two I's after that. So he said, the question, do you feel that we already have our starting lineup in Sir Alex Lynn? So assuming Dwayne Dedman doesn't return, you move Alex Lynn into that starting spot in core with DeAndre Bemery and Amari Spellman and that we're just now adding depth. Great question. Great question. My, my my answer is this. You look at your starting five. Uh, that has pretty much been your starters through the second half of the season. And you look at your guys. So let's look at our starters, right? So you have Trey Young and Kevin Herter. I doubt they will be trying to draft a guy to replace either of those two guys. I doubt that they'll draft um, a point guard or a shooting guard to replace either of those two guys. Why? Because you just drafted them last year. Uh, Trey is obviously the face of the franchise going forward. You're not going to replace him. You're not going to bring in another point guard, even though you want the best player available. Um, Kevin Herter, I think they really liked the Herter kid, and he took Kent Bazemore's starting position, and he didn't give it back up. Now, you need to see more development from Kevin. You need to see more aggression. You need to see uh, more maturation. You need to see him. Um, you need to see him develop a little bit more, as you as, as Trey. So you think those two guys are all right? Torian Prince. Torian Prince is kind of the wild card. Uh, we talked about this last um, in the last podcast. Torian Prince brings a lot to the table. However, there are a lot of things that he brings to the table that's kind of like, oh gosh, not again. <laughs> so. If anybody could be replaced, I would say that Torian would be the odd man out. Not saying, again, not saying that he's going to be the odd man out, but if there is going to be an odd man out, I could see Torian. I could, like, again, he's not a Travis Link guy. I could see Torian and Bayes being moved for a package. Um, I think that those two guys could be up for grabs, especially if you land in that third spot and you get a guy that you're really high on, like a Cam Reddish or another dynamic wing player. Um, you can draft, and here's another situation you can draft a wing player and still keep Torian and have him be kind of like his apprentice for like a year or two. See what you got with the guy. You don't have to move Torian. And to see, this is what, what 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 Travis has always been talking about as far as options. He has options. 
He's not paying Torian a lot of money, right? He's not paying Torian a lot of money. Torian's on a contract for the next two or three years anyway. So you don't have to move Torian. Bring in a dynamic rookie. See what you have in him. If you really like what you can have, you can always get rid of him. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the uh, you know that that's the goal as a GM to have options. So Prince is there, but you know you you put an asterisk by his name, John Collins. You're not drafting anybody to move John Collins, right? John Collins again. This is the year he became a 20 and 10 guy. You're not going to move John Collins if. By anyone, no one in this draft is going to unseat John Collins. Not even Zion. Like, it's not going to happen. So, all of this, we need to, um, nah, nah, it's just not going to happen. You're not going to move John Collins. So, he's a fixture. Alex Lynn, Alex Lynn is, I look at it like this, guys. And this is where it gets tricky as well. And this is, again, I don't have all the answers, but here's what I can tell you. And here are the facts. Alex Lynn made tremendous strides this season. Tremendous strides. A three-point shooter. He he, he he just, he became a much better basketball player. Too. So, I don't know how the organization is looking at Alex Lane from the standpoint of the future moving forward. I think they're really high on him, and I think why shouldn't you be? Alex brings a lot to the table. Um, I think the duo of Alex Lynn and Dwayne Dedman is very formidable. However, I don't know what they're going to do with Dwayne Dedman. So, the the uh, whatever they do on Dwayne Dedman, I think, is going to speak volumes of how they feel with Alex Lynn. I think they could let Dedman walk if the price gets too high. And if that's the case, I think they bring in a rookie. I think they draft a rookie big. And I think that they have, they bring the rookie big along, you know, because you have John Collins that can play the center position. You have Amari Spellman that can play the center position. Um, you draft another big and I think it'll be just fine. You know, I personally, would, I personally would like Deadman to come back for the right price. So to answer your question, do you feel that we already have our starting lineup? Yeah, I think we already have it. I think that we already have it. I don't think that there's anybody in this draft outside of Zion Williamson that can come in and be a starter on this team as far as the draft is concerned. As far as free agency is concerned, I don't – the guys that, that you want or the, the top-tier guys that you're going to bring in, I think that you could. I just don't think that you will. And, and this is going back to Travis coming from the Golden State mold. Like that team that they built in Golden State was built organically. They drafted Clay. They drafted Steph. They drafted Draymond. They acquired Iguodala. And they threw, you know, you you threw Andrew Bogut out there. So the center is the one position where, you know, you can kind of kind of play with a little bit. You know, you don't need a dynamic center. You don't need a dynamic guy at all five positions. You need a guy who's going to contribute. You need a guy who's going to be consistent, a guy who's going to know a guy who knows his role. And I think you get that right now, Alex Lynn. You don't need a dynamic center, a dynamic power forward, a dynamic three, a dynamic two, a dynamic. There's some guys you just need to give you 10 points a game. There's some guys you just need to give you 10 rebounds a game. There's some guys that you just need, hey, man, we just need some buckets when the guys are, 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 aren't uh, aren't hitting shots. And I think that right now you have a really good starting five. You know, They just need time to grow together. 
you know, this, putting this starting five out and again and letting this this five play another 82 games together would be amazing. And if you have the luxury of having a top five pick, a top ten pick that you can have come off the bench, a guy you can groom, a guy you can train, I think that is a plus. So, again, to answer your question, I think you have your starting lineup and your core pieces, Bimri and Spellman, those guys are under contract. Those guys are going to be here. So I think that, yes, you do have your starting lineup. I think you are drafting kind of for depth and to see what happens, you know. Thanks for the question. Next one, uh, what do we want if we keep that Dallas pick? So, okay, like I mentioned earlier, the only way we're keeping the Dallas pick is if, let me pull up my uh, thing real quick, is if it falls out of the top five, right? So let's go to Tangathon again, and let's do another simulation. This is just, just for argument's sake. Let's do another simulation, and let's do a simulation where we keep the Dallas pick. All right, so simulation here. Boom. Okay, so in this simulation, we – oh, my gosh. <laughs> so in this simulation, Atlanta gets the number one pick, which is a 10% chance of that happening. Uh, so they get the number one pick and the number eight pick. So if you have the number one and the number eight, um, and I don't want to go too far into guys uh, because we're going to do the draft stuff later. We're going to do the draft stuff later, and I don't want to give everything that I've had out just now. So if you're drafting eight for the sake of argument, let me take a look. And let me just take a peek at some of the guys who would be available at that eight spot, or who I think would be a nice fit at that eight spot. So, of course, you look at Zion, John Morant, RJ Barrett as your 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 top three guys. Uh, that next tier guys, you got Jared Culver, you got DeAndre Hunter, Jackson Hayes, Cam Reddish, Brandon Clark, Kobe White. Um, there's a lot that that you can get in that top 10. If you're drafting eight, and I'm going to tell you who, if, if you're still there, if you're drafting eight, and I tell you what, if DeAndre Hunter, small forward from Virginia, if he's still there, I don't think he's going to be there at eight. If he's still there, you got to get him. You have to get him. Like, he is a guy I really like. Defensive dog. You hear me? He is a defensive dog. Um, I think you get him at eight if he's there. I also like the Fords from Gonzaga, the Hatchamora kid, and the Brandon Clark kid. I like both of those guys. Now, both of those guys are technically undersized bigs, um, but I like both of those guys. So I like Brandon Clark, and I like uh, Hachimura at the eight spot. So, again, if you're drafting eight, I like those guys. I like, let me tell you what. I even like DeAndre Hunter at the five. Now, a lot of people in a lot of mock drafts have, have Cam Reddish uh, at, at Cam Reddish and Jared Culver as like that second tier type guys. And that Cam Reddish draft stock really plummeted as a result of this March Madness. And again, I'm not going to spill the beans on all the draft stuff that I got, man, because I'm telling you, I'm... I'm I'm coming with the content. You hear me? I'm coming with the content. I'm not going to spill all my beans or what I think about Cam Reddish. I'm going to go back and look at the tape again this week while I'm on spring break. And um, 
I was higher than most on Cam Reddish. I got to go back and look at his March Madness film. But at five, I wouldn't mind taking DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter at five. Guys, listen to me. DeAndre Hunter at five is not going to be a bad pick. So um, that's what I think about uh, the draft. And that, dra that that question comes from my guy Bob, the guy on uh, Bob Lancaster, one of my, uh, my co-hosts on the Game Time Radio Show. Shout out, Bob. Appreciate the question. Last question we got. Um, out of the Hawks free agents, who should they keep? Now, the Hawks have three main free agents. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick, exactly who we're dealing with. All right, so let's take a look at the free agents. Um, there is a possibility that Kent Bazemore could be a free agent. Highly doubt it. <laughs> Clint, uh, Clint, <laughs> Clint Bazemore. Clint Bazemore, the cousin of Kent Bazemore. <laughs> Kent Bazemore uh, has a $17.5 million player option. If he doesn't opt in to get that 17.5, he will be the dumbest man in America. Kent's going to opt in, and he's going to get that 17.5 from somebody. I don't know if the Hawks want to pay him that 17.5, but he opts in. That's what they're going to have to pay him until they can move. Uh, Dwayne Dedman, uh, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Um, now, the Hawks do have his early bird rights, and to make a long story short, the early bird rights is pretty much uh, the Hawks can go over the cap if they wanted to resign him. And it would just make provisions for them doing that. If they would need the extra money and they were over the cap, they could use extra money to resign him, uh, from my understanding. Now, Vince Carter, uh, they don't have his bird rights, but he will be a free agent. Justin Anderson, free agent. Uh, Justin Anderson is a, going to be a restricted free agent, and Alex Porthras is going to be a restricted free agent. So you're looking at Denman, Vince Carter, and Justin Anderson. Who do you think is the guy that you most need to bring back? Oh, see, this is a tough question because if the, like I always and like I said, if the money is right, you bring back Dwayne. If the money is right, you bring back Dwayne. He made seven last year. He made I think with nine with with bonuses. I think you know because he got some bonuses or whatever. So you have to wonder what is the the market like with Dwayne Dedman. Okay, so. Dwayne Dedman could easily be looking for 13, 14 million a year. If that's the case, uh, I mean, I'm right on that borderline. I'm right on that borderline. I look at the, the length of the contract. Uh, how long does he want to sign? You give Dwayne three years. Do you overpay for him, or do you just let him go and draft a big? See, that's 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 the question. Travis is going to have to answer. I can't answer that question. But out of the three guys, eh, mm, this is a tough one. Because Vince, look guys, I know how much we love Vince. He's not getting any younger. <laughs> and he did provide value this year. It, it, it's tough to answer this because all of them have the same equation. If the money is right. If the money is right. But let's just say the money is right for all three of them. Let's say the money is right for Deadman. The money is right for Vince. The money is right for Anderson. And uh, Alex Porthos, I guess you could throw him in there. Uh, if that's the case, you got to take Deadman out of the free agents. I think he is the most valuable. He has proven uh, he has had a very good year, a, a very good year. He has proved his worth. He came over as an unknown from San Antonio, and it's a credit to uh, Coach Bud's staff. 
It's a credit to Coach Pierce's staff and a credit to Denman, you know, working hard, uh, developing that three ball, being good defensively. He's kind of like the quarterback of that defense uh, as far as uh, the paint is concerned, like down low. Like he he runs that defense from the paint. So uh, if you're looking at guys who are free agents and say, hey, if there's a guy we want to keep, I think Deadman is the guy, again, if the money is right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so that'll do it, folks, for our podcast. We want to thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, look, man, we went 30 minutes, man, and we just had just we didn't really have anything important on the docket. But we wanted to get some more content out to you guys. And uh, I appreciate you guys for checking us out. As always, make sure you check out thehawksbeat.com. Uh, listen and we share the podcast and links on all of our uh, podcasting networks. Give us that five-star rating on iTunes. And as always, man, peace and love. We'll see you when we see you. how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.